But I will tell you, with uh, historically cold temperatures coming up, single-digit numbers. I'm Josh. I'm Jacob. I'm Joel. And I'm Caleb. And this is somebody else's favorite songs. Thank you for joining us, and we are continuing with our snowbound sessions, and we have special guests again with us one more time. Uh, once more, Joel is with us again. Hi, Joel. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming on the show for our fifth volume of snowbound sessions. Thanks for having me yet again. And uh, before we're done, Caleb is going to be joining uh, with us tonight, so we're looking forward to having him on as well. Since we are stuck indoors, we're on day six, I think, of Seven, yeah. not being able to go anywhere. We've had sub-zero temperatures. Excuse me. We've had sub-zero temperatures, but we've had below freezing temperatures all week long. Until so, just today. Yeah. So we're just about to come out of this. So we definitely wanted to get one more snowbound sessions in, and we decided it would be a perfect opportunity to talk about the weather. Uh, we're in we're in Longview, and our weather ha, ha, we've had at least twelve inches of precipitation here. What's been happening down in College Station where you are, Joel? So we've had lots of ice, a little bit of snow, not nearly as much as what y'all have had. Roads have been frozen over. I haven't worked all week. A lot of people haven't worked all week as we deal with you know pipes bursting and electricity being out. Thankfully, we haven't had any pipes burst in our house, but people down the street have, and lots of people in the city have. So we're dealing with all that Arctic weather <laughs> down here in s central Texas as well. It's just crazy. It's unprecedented. So talking about the weather will be our way of alleviating the stress that has come from all of this. It's been pretty crazy, hasn't it, Jacob? Yes. Kind of funny. I just realized, you know, where we are figuratively, as well as literally talking about the weather, so it is a really nice way to to close out this very interesting mini series we've had as we have uh, been stuck in here. And I want to say again how nice it has been to have Joel with us and Caleb. And that will not be the last time that you hear from this particular quartet. Absolutely. So the way we're going to handle it is we have selected songs that are either about the weather or that mention the weather. And as usual, I'm sure that's going to give all of us an excuse to pull in a certain artist or a certain song that we've wanted to talk about. It's kind of the way it works. So we'll stick with guests going first. Uh, Joel, what's your first selection for weather songs here on Snowbound Sessions? Somebody else's favorite songs. So my first pick tonight is going to be very, very appropriate because I don't know about you guys, but I really can't stand this cold weather. And Stevie Ray Vaughan couldn't stand the weather in 1984. That's my first selection. <laughs> yes, sir. Nice. Guitar second icon. Mention. Only the second mention of, of SRV this entire series. Yeah, he needs he needs more airtime. So mm -hmm. 
very happy you chose that one because i didn't even consider it but awesome well thank you it's a classic by him i don't think it was a big hit by any by any means but one that's definitely worth knowing from his catalog and you'll have to edit in some of that beautiful gorgeous guitar solo that is found in the middle of of that song because it's worth hearing as well Absolutely. It's really interesting. There's the part of that long intro is the starting and stopping and how they come back in. That last time they they start, they stop and then start again. You can almost hear this imperceptible click they have going on there to help them come in again. But when they, I've seen videos of them playing it live and they don't have anything. They're completely silent, but they're just feeling the music. They're having to pull that start out of nowhere and they do it pretty well most of the time it's pretty awesome how tight yeah, those, those guys double trouble they were totally in sync with one another stevie ray tommy shannon chris whipper layton and and jacob's exactly right they would play this and the amount of that last pause would vary but they were so in tune with stevie as a band leader that it didn't matter whether he waited three seconds or ten seconds they would all pop right back in there together this is great before we got started i was thinking about how I, I, I wished we had done more songs. And so I suggested, hey, let's do four songs. One of the reasons I wanted to do that was I wanted to include Couldn't Stand the Weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry about that. That was on my three, my list of three. That one was going to make it on the, on regardless. Well, I, I've, I've got plenty to choose from, so I'm not sad. That is my favorite Stevie Ray Vaughan song. Uh, Couldn't Stand the Weather is a great choice. Yeah, you, you stole uh, Texas Flood from me. I was going to play that one, but uh, I won't, so we can get some get some variety. That That's definitely an honorable mention now. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, I was going to do Texas Flood originally, and then I, I remember that that was not an original Stevie Ray Vaughan song. That's an old blues standard. True. And but, so I wanted to get some original Stevie Ray. That's commendable. That's commendable. And, and honestly... I I personally like couldn't stand the weather maybe just a little bit more the guitar solo is oh it's so good yeah that yeah. whole album the is whole album yeah awesome. for sure the whole album of course all his albums are are fantastic to be yeah fair. I, I, if I'm writing Stevie Ray's albums every single one of them gets five stars for me they're they're just great but again if I picked a favorite couldn't stand the weather is probably my favorite album too so by him and his sound as a guitarist is unmistakable and i don't know if he was the first to do it but that combination of the stratocaster into a tube screamer guitar pedal into a fender amp is instantly recognizable you hear it and you say that's stevie ray vaughn and you hear a little bit about stevie uh, a little bit of stevie ray vaughn and just about everyone who's who plays the guitar because he influences everybody yeah well and and he he brought forward the influences he got from the Three Kings, you know, BB King, Albert Absolutely. King, and Freddie King. Freddie King, that's correct. I, I sometimes I can only get two out of three, but anyway, the Three Kings, 
We three kings of guitar are. Well, technically, (laughs) we are one king and two bests at this very moment. Also true. I I knew what you meant. (laughs) Excellent choice. I love it. Uh, Couldn't Stand the Weather by Stevie Ray Vaughan in Double Trouble. All right, Jacob, what's your first selection? Going to take this one to the, well, 1990, an album which is near and dear to us three, I can say. And I'm going to be talking about Jeff Lynn, Armchair Theater. The first song I'll be playing for you is Stormy Weather. Another standard. Yes. good song from Jeff Lynn of Electrolyte Orchestra's debut solo album, as I said, Armchair Theater. One of three covers he does on this album, the other one, the other two being September Song, also a big time standard, and another song called Don't Let Go. But Stormy Weather was written in 1933 by Harold Arlen and Ted Kohler and was first sung in the nightclubs in Harlan in Harlem, excuse me, and recorded by anybody you can think of, like Bing Crosby, like Frank Sinatra, by George Benson, interestingly recorded by Bob Dylan a couple years ago, and apparently Ringo Starr tried to record this song for his first album, Sentimental Journey, but it got left off of there. So that's interesting, but big time standard, like I said. And I'll tell you something that's instantly recognizable as soon as I hear that song is the sweet, sweet slide guitar playing of George Harrison. Exactly. He's George Harrison is all over this album. Yeah, I yes. believe three three, three or four tracks he's playing on slide guitar on. It's or absolutely unmistakable. Guitar. Another guitar sound that you recognize just instantly. You can yep. recognize the player just based on the tone. Slide guitar, which is not really rooted in blues, if you ask me. More melodic, more than anything else. Unmistakable. So that was my 
first weather song, Stormy Weather, Jeff Lynn. Love it. I'll go ahead and get my first selection out there. Uh, I decided as I was doing this that I, I wanted to try to I wanted to try to pick songs that the other guys weren't going to pick. And it would have been extremely reasonable for me to pick uh, some of these. I, as I said, I, I, I wanted to do Couldn't Stand the Weather, but I, I've got songs by some of these artists that Jacob and I have talked about that maybe are lesser known that hopefully we're helping to introduce you to. And so both of the other guys selected a song with weather in the title. I've done the same thing. I've gone to Austin's favorite son. The every year Austin's favorite musician is, is voted to be Bob Schneider. And we've talked about him a little bit. He's one of our favorite artists. We go and see him whenever we can. And as soon as Pandy is over, one of the first things we'll probably do is go see Bob Schneider and perhaps He'll play this song from his 2002 album, The Galaxy Kings, Funky Weather. It's funky weather, baby, it's got me down, down, down. Baby, it's been raining since you left town. Ain't no use complaining, it won't turn your buddy around. Spunky weather, baby's got me down I ain't getting greedy, I just need a little your love And a little less rain coming down from above I don't want no extra special treatment, don't you know I just want a little of you good to go This funky weather, baby, it's a drag, drag, drag Ain't no sunshine feelings, now my back, back, back Ain't no Albert Schweitzer, but babe, I think I know this funky weather, baby's got to go I said, I don't want no pickled eggs or castles in the sand I don't want no recuperants stinking up my hand I just want a little sunshine that comes from your sweet smile Standing underneath the clear blue skies for a while Come It does, and originally, when he he released that, it was a very limited issue. Only a thousand copies were pressed and sold. You know, now of course you can get it via streaming service. But if you're a Schneider fan from from 20 years ago and you have a copy of Galaxy Kings, you've got something that very few people have. True. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we have a way to listen to it digitally because it's a really cool album. Yeah, it's got its own, like you said, it's got its own sound. There's a lot of jazzier type influence. It's certainly his most jazzy album, and you never know what Bob's going to do. He might do pop, he might do rock, he might do country, he might do rap, he might do electronic. You know, there's no telling. But this one definitely has the jazz influence, and that song in particular just highlights the I'm going to have a good time, Bob Schneider, but he's always going to give you some some great Lyrics. This funky weather, baby, it's a drag, drag, drag. This ain't no sunshine feelings, not my bag, bag, bag. I ain't no Albert Schweitzer, but baby, I thinks I know this funky weather, baby's got to go. And that's how we feel about it this week during uh, the Texas blizzard. So um, I know Joel's very fond of this album. There's a lot of songs that, that, that he enjoys on this. I do. Do you know off the top of your head if 
jazz guitarist Mitch Watkins is on this album. Is that I some of his work? Is. I, I would be shocked if he isn't playing with Bob on this album. You know, they play together a lot, and a lot of the playing that song in particular sounds like it could very well be Mitch Watkins. Mitch Watkins, it wouldn't surprise me. McAllen, Texas, his own Mitch Watkins. I think you know we saw Bob Schneider at the Liberty one of the two, three, four times that we've Tyler, I have yes. seen him in Tyler, yes, and he had Mitch Watkins with him, and I believe they played this song. Is that do you do you remember that? They did. I think yeah. I think so. So that would that would agree agree with the the assertion that it could be him. Yeah, you know, if you have time to to look at Galaxy Kings, check out Tumbling Dice and Montana and the hilarious Blood, but also make sure you get some of Joel's favorites. Oh yeah, a brand new life <laughs> and flakes and sodium pentothal. Yeah, one time we, when we were in at the Liberty, oh no, Tyler, he, did, he did. Um, He'd ask for requests. Yeah, so requests. That's I exactly right. my hand up, wanting and, wanting to get Sunkiss played. Yelled out Sunkiss, and he said, "I don't know how to play that." <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he he acquitted himself and played another one from Galaxy Kings and played Candyman. So that was good. Huh. The way you like it, the girls like candy, and that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my my first selection: Bob Schneider with Funky Weather from two thousand two. Great choice. All right. Moving on to Joel's uh, seconds, right? Yeah, so before I go mainstream, I'm going to have a couple of, of lesser known and, and deep deep cuts too. last few times I've been on, we've talked about a lot of songs that people probably already know. So I, like Dad, wanted to get some some songs that people may not, may not know. And this song was a single, but I guarantee you a lot of people don't know it. It's one of my personal favorites by this gentleman. It's 1977's You Love the Thunder by Jackson Brown. Oh, yeah. Outstanding. When you look over your shoulder And you see the life that you've left behind When you think it over Do you ever wonder What it is that holds your life so close to
I love Jackson Brown. <laughs> that album is so good. <laughs> That's, of course, off the live album. Not all at the same time. Semi-live. Concert. Semi-live album running on empty from 1977. This song in particular was recorded live in 1977 in September at a concert at Garden State Art Center in New Jersey. So that is a live cut there. Just wonderful. Get a little Danny Cooch Korchmeyer there on guitar again. Uh, there you go. Yeah, this Running on Empty is its just a great album. All the songs are about being a musician on the road. And this song in particular is about a girl who falls in love with a man who's on the road and is on tour with, with him. And it's just a great song. And I, I absolutely love it. And I love all of Jackson Brown. He's known more for his, his big hits, uh, Running on Empty, which is the title track of that album, Doctor My Eyes, The Pretender. But his deeper stuff is certainly worth knowing also. It's really a fascinating album. One of my favorites. I think it's a true concept album more Mm -hmm. than anything else, just because of what you said, all the songs revolving around being on the road, being a touring musician, and also the fact that you have a song that's recorded in a hotel room. You have another one that's recorded on a tour bus. Mm -hmm. And you have songs which have interludes between a live performance and a studio performance so it's awesome one of the ones that i really enjoy playing on vinyl is this album we mentioned mentioned shaky town on another broadcast we had and that's also on this album yeah yeah i've i've talked at at various times about the criticism that this album was met with because it was supposedly too commercial. And and that just disgusts me because what Jacob said, it's a concept album of, of the highest order. It's a perfect concept album, to be honest with you. It's everything that would go on in the life of a musician from being on the road to having this relationship that's temporary. Like we see here, the truckers, the drivers, uh, the cocaine, the, yeah, the drugs, whatever. It's all, it's all there, and it's just brilliant. It's brilliant from top to bottom. Maybe your thing is is saturate before using the first album, and that's fine. It's that's great. my favorite by him, well, and that's fine. I, I, that's a great, great album. But let's not discount running on empty because it's not saturate before using. It's great. It's nearly perfect. And as I'm reading about, you know, just skimming here, I just saw where there's a DVD audio version that features a 5.1 surround sound mix. So Ooh, I'm going to go ahead and get cool. on, go ahead and get on eBay here while we're talking and, and order <laughs> that because I need that. You know, I think that it's probably my favorite album of his, and um, it's a way more a concept album than Sgt. Pepper. Let me tell sure. you that much. Sure. Before we before we leave this, I'm just going to say uh, I tell you one thing: it takes a clear mind. You mean it takes a clear mind to take it or clear mind not to take it? It takes a clear mind to make it. <laughs> Anyways, You Love the Thunder from 1977, released as a single in 1978 from the album Running on Empty. That is my second selection. What you got, Jacob? Well, let's go back a little bit further to 1970 from a song by CCR. Do you want to know? I want to know. Or, and I wonder, still I wonder. I wonder if it will be Who'll Stop the Rain or Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Could have been either. It could have been. It could have been. Someone told me long ago 
that was one of CCR's earlier hits. And certainly one that, it's actually one that has a bit of an ambiguous meaning. And some say maybe it's about Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Rain being perhaps a stand-in for, you know, bombs. Other people have wondered if it's just kind of about fading idealism in the wake of uh, the Kent State shootings and um, a lot of the a lot of the um, anti-war sentiment and all the protesting and things. But John Fogarty has said that it was really about it was around that time that his brother Tom left the band, and it was kind of about rising tensions that led to to his departure. So it was one of the first ones I thought of when we're talking about songs that are related to weather. And this one certainly is not only, and not only has rain in the title, but it's very full of, of weather, weathery imagery, you know, about storms and, and sunny days and all those kind of things full of that type of imagery. So, and, and a common reference to a weather event that happens more often down here than it does anywhere else. And exactly. Raining on a sunny day. Right. De- devil beating his wife. That's right. Yeah. The devil beat his wife. <laughs> That'll be a exactly. reference that not a lot of people outside of the southern United States are probably going to understand. That's right. <laughs> it certainly makes me think of that song by Robert O'Keefe. Come on, Willie. Devil beats his wife with a silver chain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you put Credence on there. We haven't talked about Credence no, we know, hardly at all. And they were, over the course of just a very short time, they had a ton of hits and great records, just over three or four years. And though they kind of got beat to death by the classic rock radio thing back in the 90s, and uh, and I kind of stopped listening to them, every time I hear them again, I'm like, you know what? That was a really great band. Really yeah. great American band. John Fogarty's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And this, is, this caps off a run of singles that are just great. You got Up Around the Bend. Then you have looking out my back door, and then you've got have you ever seen the rain? We're back to back, back, back to back to back to back, back to back to back. Back to back to back. Okay, Chris Berman. Back 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 back. Goodbye. Let's see. This was a number eight hit in the United States, but it was actually number one in Canada. So, yeah, and number one in South Africa. But I mean, all in all. Big, big time hit for them and, and one that endures is actually uh, one of the first songs that I learned on guitar when I back when I was taking guitar lessons around uh, when I was 11 or 12. One of the first songs I learned. Have you ever seen the rain? Can, can you also again note the step, the walk down on the bass? Yes. I want to know. Have you, do, do, do. Well, at the beginning, yeah, but every chorus. I want to know, have you ever. Yeah. Do, 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 and the, the organ does the little walk down too, does it not? Yeah, that, yeah, it's you know, it's really it's, it's telling because Caleb on a, one of the previous broadcasts this week was talking about how those walk down um, chord progressions or melodies, counter melodies, they subliminally they they get into your subconscious if somehow we're attracted to them, and and I guess this is a, a perfect example of that because I didn't even consider that that's what I what I'm hearing, but and yet there sure, it is. Sure enough, there it is exactly. Great selection. I'm glad you picked Credence. We've needed to talk about them. Absolutely. So what's next for you then? Your second. Okay. So I'm going to go with um, another song that we will will be by a band we've talked about a little bit, but that a lot of people probably don't know. I'm going to go to the 2016 release 
by the Don Bright up fronted Monkey House and play a song called Maybe None of This Would Have Happened. Oh, you haven't? No, that's off of a... I guess that is the album that preceded Headquarters. Is that true? Uh, No, no. This is between Headquarters and Friday. This is from the album Left. And uh, maybe none of this would have happened. And, of course, the line that catches our attention for our subject here is, uh, maybe none of this would have happened if you hadn't been caught out in the pouring rain. So, uh, at at first listen, uh, because it sounds so... It almost sounds regretful. The melody sounds sad, and the way that he sings, like I said, it, it kind of sounds regretful. Uh, I thought that he was saying maybe none of this would have happened in, in a way that he wishes it hadn't. But when you look through the lyrics and read, who would have thought, what did I say to make God smile? Maybe he confused me for someone who deserved you more. Was it just by chance, a quirk of nature, or a happenstance? I'll never take the train for granted again. What he's saying is we have these chance things that happen in our life. And the woman that he's singing about, they never would have crossed paths if he hadn't missed a train and if she hadn't been stuck out in the rain. I think it's a really cool thing to talk about how how different would life be if these random things didn't just happen from time to time. The weather affected that in the story of the song, and it's it's something that that I think is interesting to think about how, how chance can totally change the course of your life. And with the protagonist and the girl in this song, it obviously did. Wow. That's, that's a very cool song when you explain it uh, like that. I have to say, well, I'd reason I wasn't sure, you know, in the chronology of where that album went, but I must say I'm not very familiar with it. Just simply Friday in headquarters. So, well, and I have to jump into that and definitely listen yeah. to that song again. Yeah, do do that. Uh, that album is really solid. I like Headquarters and Friday just a little bit better, but it's only just a little bit. At a risk of catching some heat, I, I have yet to listen to a Monkey House album all the way through, and, but everything I've heard by them has been just fantastic. Well, I would I would really 
strongly recommend you either pick up Friday or headquarters and just listen through to it two or three times. And you will be, I mean, you will be completely hooked. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. It's, it's fantastic. I agree. All right, All right Joel. Um, we're on to song number three for you. What do you have? Well, I'm going to keep with the theme here of maybe picking bands that people may not have ever heard of. Definitely uh, haven't listened to. And I'll go to 2012 to a band that we saw open for Jackie Green, and that is the Cordova. Oh, yes. And we're going to listen to Louisiana Hurricane. Yes, sir. Interestingly, when I was telling Sarah about this episode, that was one of the first ones she mentioned was this song. Well, my wife, Alyssa, is the one who suggested this because she absolutely loves this album. And it deserves some airtime. It's getting real dark, and we can't get out. Not a soul in the quarter, not a soul downtown. Louisiana hurricane, nowhere to go.
So that was Louisiana Hurricane by the Cordovas, a band that we had no idea existed Total happenstance. until we went and saw Jackie Green back in, what was that, 2016? Mm. I think that's correct. Summer, of, summer of 2016. We showed up there a little bit early and the guy get, who, were, who was taking tickets at the door said, yeah, we got a cool band opening here tonight so i'm excited for that they're kind of like crosby stills nash and young with the harmonies and i think you guys will really enjoy it we're like okay cool whatever we ordered our food to eat during the opening act we're we're there to see jackie from the first note yes they sang in unison we all turned around from our table and looked at each other with the same shocked it in awe expression on our face and from then on, this album has been in the pretty regular rotation for me, and I bet for you guys as well. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and another thing I remember from that, just like you said, we all looked at each other in, in just bewilderment, like, who are these guys? They played, I think, two or three songs. They didn't stop in between. They just went straight up into the next song. It just they, They're just incredible. For me, probably tied with in first place for the greatest opening act I've ever seen. No question. Yeah, and that was uh, November 12th, 2016. Okay. All three of us were there with our significant others to see Jackie Green, and we were introduced to Cordova's. And that is one of those albums I had to seek out on vinyl. Uh, It's great top to bottom. You you had to get it from Scandinavia, didn't you? Yeah, I ordered it from Europe, and I still only paid like 20 bucks for it, it, and I had to wait like six weeks or something, but (laughs) I got it. And man, we've only seen Jackie a couple times, and this is to take nothing away from the ridiculously awesome show that he puts on yeah. every time he plays live. But when we yeah. left that concert, we were talking about Cordova's. Yeah, we were. Yeah. And no to knock be on honest, Jackie. No knock we on Jackie at all, because his show was incredible, as it always is when he plays live. But yeah, man, but they, you know what? Cordova's blew us away. You know what? I don't remember anything about that ja- the Jackie Green part of that show, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't remember I'm anything. I'm just telling you the truth. Yeah. All I remember is Cordova's. They just blew me away. Yeah. A- after they finished, they all went down into the audience. And I, I think, Joel, that you and I spoke to a couple of them. It, yes. In fact, I have a, a poster signed by all the members of the band. I th- who, yeah, I think I do, too. No, the members at that time. Yes. Yeah, yeah they, they've, they've, they've had sent- some lineup changes. For better or worse, a discussion for a later date, but this first yes. album is is absolutely just wonderful. Well, uh, the one thing that I do remember about Jackie's performance is that he opened with "Till the Light Comes," and mm. I just loved it. <laughs> but you're right; we did go away talking about Cordovas and have been listening to that album uh, ever, ever since. There's a a picture I love it every year in November on my time hop when it crops up of Joel and Alyssa. And Jacob and Sarah gathered around the merch table. I think Joe Firstman's standing there talking to them, and they're picking out various things to buy. I mean, they've clearly made new fans, and it's it's just what going to see live music is all about. And I, yes. I love that you included Cordova's and Louisiana Hurricane. Lord help the poor, it's starting to rain. Louisiana Hurricane. Just makes me miss live music all the more, and that's one of the things I'm looking forward to most. At the end Absolutely. of, if I, if I may, at the end of the pandy. Yes. 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 At the end of the pandy, it's ridiculous. Since 
December of 2018, I've been to three concerts, and obviously it's been over a year since I've been to any, and that just won't do. Uh, this yeah. album, for me, is, is special to me. It's one of those albums that will always make me think of a particular time in my life. The, the Friday, I guess it was Black Friday, right after Thanksgiving would have been Black Friday, is when I bought my, my fun car of my life when I spent $3,000 on a 1994 blue <laughs> Mazda Miata and I turned into a 95 senior in high school, you know, girl. <laughs> and I, I had sold my truck and I, I wanted something fun to drive. And I bought a, a, a 94 Miata with a standard transmission. And I didn't know a lick about how to drive a standard no, no. transmission. We went to Tyler and bought that, and I had to drive it back to Lawview because Joel couldn't drive it. <laughs> and I had to watch you yes. and my mother riding, cruising down down Highway 31 between Tyler and Longview <laughs> with the top down, with Mom's hair blowing in the wind, thinking about how excited I was going to be to get to do that myself. Yeah, and I just the thing I remember about that day is you bringing it home and almost instantly became a snob about standard transmissions. <laughs> as so I am to this day. day, as I am to this day, there's nothing Absolutely. like driving, driving a standard. I say anything short of a standard is supervision. It's not driving. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but well, anyway, anyway, this this album, way. this album was on constantly as I drove through our neighborhood, stalling out up and down the hills of our neighborhood around our house trying to learn the standard transmission. And in particular, this song, as a matter of fact, the first time I drove on a on a non-residential road, I believe it was Jacob in the car with me, and I turned on to Gilmer Road and drove down Gilmer Road much to Jacob's uh, displeasure as he was terrified that I was going to stall out on, I was, on a, I was on a not major happy. roadway. But this song was just blaring and, and so this this whole album makes me think of that particular time and, and I absolutely love it for that. That's great. And just so everybody knows, Joel did master driving the standard and drove the Miata but the one thing that never did happen was his hair is never blown in the wind. Oh no. <laughs> Got him. No, I mean it, it may have blown off my head never to return. <laughs> we could blame that. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Joel, what an obscure, well, I mean, not obscure to us, but relatively obscure group you've chosen. I happen to have chosen a song from that same album. And I didn't realize until you played your song that there's actually three weather-related songs on this album. <laughs> the other one That's is awesome. Southern Rain and also Storms. And it turns out that I've had one song about stormy weather and one song about rain. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and choose another one about storms. I, act, I mean, I originally was going to choose that anyway, but I realized my list was a bit repetitive. I don't care because I really love this song, Storms. Let's hear this one. Oh 
That is such a great song and great album, and I have a similar story to Joel's um, Joel's car, the Miata. Is that my girlfriend at the time? She's well, she's my wife now, but she had to buy the CD, and I believe that the jacket is signed by uh, all four of those guys. Uh, yeah, all f- were there four or five of them? I can't I remember because the lineup has changed a little uh, bit. There were there were um, there were only four in the band four. that night. Okay, so all four of them signed it, and Sarah was driving at the time a Kia Soul, little green car, and she loved to keep CDs in there, even though she could hook her phone up to it. Well, this CD was worn out in the Kia Soul. We listened to that all the time, and. Sarah is, as she will tell you, is not one to really care about listening to albums. She likes shuffle. She likes to jump around on songs. But this album is probably the only one I can think of that she will happily listen top to bottom and listen to it again. I mean, that's how great it is. And we can all attest. I think everybody should stop what they're doing and go and listen to Cordova's on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, because they are a great band. And I want to mention... It's basically a vehicle for a man we've already mentioned, the lead singer and bass player, is, is Joe Firstman. And he's been around in the, in the industry for 20 years or so. He came, kind of came out of nowhere to be the, um, the band leader on a late-night show that Carson Daly had back when he had a traditional late-night show, mid-2000s. And he's released some stuff on his own. But the Cordobas have been around. This album came out in 2012 that we've both chosen a song from and um by the time we saw them four, four years had gone by they had probably had several lineup changes in between but the only and they've had more lineup changes up until now unfortunately but the constant is joe firstman and uh, he's like i said really the vehicle this is really his vehicle but um and i just realized they had a new album come out late last year that i hadn't even listened to yet yeah i mean so, his vehicle I, that's right be a vehicle baby (laughs) love that song love that album it's just in and it just holds a ton of memories for me i I think about just like joel i think about cruising with my girlfriend in the in the green kia soul and i was cruising with my boyfriend in the miata oh shout out to dylan lightfoot shout out to dylan lightfoot my main squeeze Oh, anyway, man. so that that was that was uh, Joel and I had a great uh, second, third. You know what? I can never this remember. Is your what third. This is your third song. I'm on. This is your third. Yeah, but you just had your third too. That's right. He went I first. Was, I went first. You knucklehead. Yeah. You okay. need to get an abacus and just move the little geezer <laughs> <laughs> every time you pick a song. Okay. Well, that was mine and Joel's third song about Cordova's. Absolutely. You all should go and check them out. And we hadn't mentioned them since our first episode, but we need to talk about them more, and I hope we do. So, Josh, what do you have for your third selection? So I started off in Texas, and then I went to a a New York and L.A. sound. But I'm going to bring us back to Texas for my remaining selections, and I've gone ahead and selected a song from an album that was released in 2001. And I, I... just cannot believe it's been 20 years since this album came out, but it's a, a a record that was described by the artist as 
being one that, uh, yeah, the body count is lower this time, but the body count uh, of, of a killing does happen in the particular song we're talking about. I'm talking about the great singer-songwriter from Texas, Robert Earl Keane, his album Gravitational Forces. Let's take a listen to Wild Wind. Nice. Oh, I love this. Down on Main Street After sundown Good time Charlie Wandering Bill Thought they might hold up Old Hop is driving One got away One never will And that's the way it goes around here I think everybody knows I guess everybody knows That's a song Yeah, that's one of my favorite Robert Earl Keene songs. Uh, it's got a, a great sound to it. we got the harmonica. It's the steel guitars all over the place. He went a little, a little more country on this particular album than he had on his previous couple of, of releases. And to get that sound, he brought in someone to produce and play named Gerf Morlix. And Gerf Morlix is the one who... Um, who is playing the slide guitar on uh, on the album. And then on this song, he's he's playing various guitars. Gerf Morlix had released an album the year prior to this called Toad of Titty Kaka, which is a great <laughs> album name. What? Toad of Titty Kaka. So perfect, perfectly great album name, but he's <laughs> he had a song on there called Dan Blocker. Uh, just... If you're a Bonanza fan, look up Dan Blocker by Gerf Morlix. But I digress. Dan Blocker, Dan <laughs> Blocker. Is that what that is? Yes. Dan Blocker, Dan Blocker, Lauren I just Green, thought that was like Michael a look Landon, like a Dan Blocker. Well, I turn into Dan Bailey every time Dan Bailey's about to kick a field goal. Dan oh, yeah. Bailey, Dan yeah. Bailey. <laughs> It's, it's a hilarious song. So obviously, the song is not actually about wind. It, the wild wind is a is metaphorical, but it's a song about all these characters. And you know, Robert Earl always writes songs about characters, but in in this particular case, he he admits that a lot of these are are people he knew. And in this particular song, these these characters that he describes are either individuals or composites of people that he knew and 
it's just it's just one of my one of my very favorites. That's Wild Wind from Gravitational Forces by Robert Earl Keane, and one that I'm sure that Joel remembers from his years growing up. Absolutely, that was a staple sitting around the living room. Maybe after several uh, games of forty-two had been played, and the acoustic guitars had brought out had been brought out between you, Dad, and Kenny the Lizard Latin, who I'm not sure has gotten a shout out on the podcast yet. I've mentioned him, but he will he be has. a shot. He will be given a shout out here as listening to the two of you sing and play Robert O'Keen songs when I was a child. That was that's a huge part of my childhood, and probably a lot of what inspired me to pick up an acoustic guitar to begin with was hoping that someday I could pick up a guitar and play with you guys. And of course now we, we all can sit around and play guitar, but listen to y'all sing this song in particular, but all Robert O'Keen songs and, and hearing those in the car, whether I was with you or with, with the lizard, the uncle lizard, as I call him, <laughs> and that's just will always bring me back to, to sitting and listen to you guys play. And that's great. And I have to say, I, I have the same memories hanging around with y'all going back, you know, 10 years ago, listening to y'all to play. And I, I, I'm certain that Sarah has the same memories that Joel has of, of hearing y'all play. Every once in a while, we'll hear a song and Sarah will say, yep, uh, Josh and the lizard that was in their regular rotation. So yeah, I have to have to say thank you to dad and thank you to the lizard for playing Robert O'Keen songs and inspiring me to pick up the guitar. Well, and that ultimately is a thank you to the lizard who, as I've mentioned on a previous show, is the one who turned me on to Robert O'Keen to begin with. And if there's any artist that he and I have sat around doing our picking and grinning and and played the most, it's Robert Earl King. So I had you know, to include him here. And a shout out to my alma mater, Texas A&M University, for giving us Robert O'Keen. <laughs> I, you know, I forgot that the genesis of Texas country in, I guess, you know, technically all of our lives comes from Kenny. Yeah, I believe absolutely. it was he who turned you on to them. And I have to say thanks to Kenny as well and his wife, Pam, for turning me on to number two live dinner. Uh, I mm -hmm. think they maybe even burned me a CD, if I'm not mistaken. Look, um, if I'm if I'm honest, but, it was Kenny that gave me Robert Earl Keane, Charlie Robinson, Bruce Robinson, James McMurtry. Um, all of those all of those came from him. So, so yeah, huge shout out to the lizard for that one. I mean, we got a whole, whole episode. episode of content yeah. out of that. <laughs> we sure <laughs> did. Yeah, he needs to be in the liner notes. From oh, yeah. oh, Pat Green and Corey Morrow too. All of those. Yeah. Uh, we need to, come we need to get him to. We need to get him to join us someday. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, that, luck with all that. Yeah. The good luck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's bring this thing down the home stretch. Uh, Joel, what's your final selection? Well, I went off the beaten path a little bit for for my previous two songs, and so I'll go with a huge hit to finish it out from an artist that's one of my personal favorites that I don't think y'all have talked about very much here either, and that is the the gorgeous Fire and Rain, James Taylor from 1970. Just yesterday morning They let me know you were gone Suzanne, the plans they made Put an end to you I walked out this morning And I wrote down this song I just can't remember Who to send it to I've seen fire and I've seen rain 
seen sunny days that I thought would never end. I've seen lonely times when I could not find a friend. But I always thought that I'd see you again. Won't you look down upon me, Jesus? You gotta help me make a stand. Just got to see me through another day. My body's aching and my time is at hand. I won't make it any other way. Whoa, I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end. Seen lonely times when I could not find a friend, but I always thought that I'd see you again. Beautiful song. Absolutely peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States in 1970. Written in three parts. Uh, your first part there is about a childhood friend whose name dropped Suzanne, who killed herself while he was recording his first album died tragically by suicide the second verse deals with his struggle with drugs and depression and then finally it's him dealing with being famous and the you'll hear flying machines people have often thought that's a reference to a plane crash of some kind but in reality that's a reference to his first band he was in the flying machines and the failure of that and to the success that he had following that is what that's in reference to. He was institutionalized when he wrote this, wasn't he? I think I, so. He was I do not know. Point. I know he was. He obviously struggled mightily with, with drugs and depression. Definitely is important for his development as a musician as he worked through all that. It's amazing when you talk about the problems that he had with drugs and depression when you hear so many of his songs are you know, so peaceful sounding and happy. And it, it's, it's really, it's, you wouldn't expect it, but there's so many things that he went through. It's jarring to hear the first album he released, the one on Apple records that sounds completely different from where he took his career with Peter Asher. Once they came back away from the Apple label and started releasing music, but this is just an absolute classic. I'm glad you included it. Yeah, it definitely is worthy of a mention anytime you're talking about anything that this song can, can fit under category wise because it's just truly a masterpiece agreed and I'll, I'll throw you i'll throw you one more uh, simpsons reference because <laughs> that's what i was gonna say <laughs> they're funny uh on season in season five episode 15 of the simpsons they're all sitting around and, and homer's going to become an astronaut and buzz aldrin's on the show and james taylor's on the show and they changed the lyrics says sweet dreams and flying machines change it from pieces on the ground to flying safely through the air (laughs) which is is really funny i'm glad you mentioned that because that's what i was thinking of yeah all right uh i think jacob's uh up next for his fourth and final selection well i decided with my final selection to bring it back home so to speak the namesake of our little mini series the snowbound sessions I got that from a song by Donald Fagan, who is one half of Steely Dan. It's a song off his 
uh, second album from 1993 called Comic Eriad. This is a song called Snowbound. Very interesting song from a, well, at, at first listen, I have to say for myself, a very strange album by Donald Fagan. Hard to get into, but very uh, timely lyrics as uh, we are snowbound and we have slept in quite a bit <laughs> this week. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I have to say. Yeah, I, I like that album, but I agree with your assessment. It's, it was hard to get into. Um, you know, I didn't become a Steely Dan fan as I've talked about on the show before until 2000. Um, and I really regret that because as huge a fan of Steely Dan and Donald Fagan as I am now, you know, that album came out the year I graduated from high school. That should have been a huge, huge event for me. And, and I, if hate you'd that, known about it. Yeah. I hate that I missed out on being able to absorb that when it was, when it was out for the first time, but it, it's definitely a slow burn. But when you, that's something that I've always enjoyed about all of Steely Dan's output and Donald Fagan's is that it's not always easily accessible. There's something to be said for easily accessible. There's also something to be said for something needing to grow on you. And when this one grows on you, man, it grows, it grows in a serious way. It's a great record. It, this, the song has some lyrics that like, um, we hit the street with visors down with our thermosuits. I mean, I, to give some context, this album is kind of concepty, if you'll allow me to adapt that word. Concepty because the first song is a song called Trans Island Skyway, where, uh, and by the way, the cover art features what looks like the inside of some sort of vehicle. It 
it is talking a about period. It's ta- it's called a Kamakiri. It's talking about he bought this car and it's uh, steam powered, and it, you know it's a total biosphere. It has a farm in the back, and you have good fresh you get good fresh food every day of the year. It's, it's supposed to have this hyper hyper futuristic idea of this car that you can drive around and have everything you need, and going to picking up his dad and all, all these kind of all this imagery across the whole album that's rather futuristic. Uh, for me, that was one of the reasons why it was kind of strange for me at first. But uh, the particular song, Snowbound, is very much a Steely Dan song, if you ask me, because it was co-written by uh, Walter Becker. He plays guitar and bass on this um, song and album, and he actually produces the album, Walter Becker, so... Very, it's it's highly collaborative. Uh, you know, they hadn't really done that, and they kind of took a break after their last Steely Dan album. So that's also why it's an interesting song for me. Also a great album art. For yeah, it's Gear. cool. Big fan. Well, that wraps up my four songs. And Josh, I think you still have one more left to go. Is that right? I, I do. And so as I promised, I'm going to stay in Texas, and I'm going to go with another artist that I've mentioned before but that is going to be obscure to the general listener. Uh, He's from Beaumont. He's somebody I've met several times over the years and have really enjoyed kind of getting to know a little bit. He now resides in Austin. This is from his 2010 release, One for the Dance Halls. This is Jesse Dayton. The song is called Camden Town. Camden Town, Camden Town, got all drunk on 20 pounds. Stayed inside, bought another round. London rain was a falling down in Camden Town. Well, my friend Ian's crazy in the head, couldn't understand a thing he said. Living in a trailer or a caravan, Parker in a redneck, same damn thing. Well, Camden Town, Camden Town, got all drunk on 30 pounds. London rain was falling down. Yeah, so uh, I was first introduced to Jesse Dayton by uh, a guy I worked with in probably 1999, 2000, right in that range. And he burned me a copy of, of one of JD's CDs. And I was instantly, I mean, we were right in the middle of the whole Texas country thing. And Jesse does a lot of different stuff. He used to be in a trio called the Road Kings that basically did surf rockabilly country rock. I don't know what you'd call it, but um, he has since made a number of of solo albums and he is a crooner and he is a, a guitar slinger and he is as much fun as you'll ever have seeing somebody live, usually playing in a trio. But this particular album, definitely one of his more more country ones. And this is one of his story songs about this 
uh, Texas boys a long way from home who's playing over in London in the Camden Town District. And London rain is a falling down. London's known for fog. It's known for rain. And at this point, a misplaced Texas boy is over there in that London rain. And it gives me an opportunity to put another JD song in there. And after Bob Schneider, the person I've probably seen live the most is, is Jesse Dayton. And uh, I can't wait to do so again. That was Camden Town from Jesse Dayton. That that album is from the uh, that one for the dance halls is certainly a return to form as far as getting back to that classic country sound with the fiddle and the steel guitar. His last couple, his the two albums before that were more on the rockabilly sort of thing. Great albums. They're they're more kind of a mix of different genres as opposed to this album is Stone Cold Country. I think it's awesome. And another guy that I heard you guys sit around and play on the acoustic guitar jesse dayton all the time and yeah so like I'm, arkansas I'm really, chrome oh yeah tons of great stuff by jesse d jumped head first a bunch of those y'all played oh yeah jo- josh says he's seen jesse dayton a lot of times i've only seen him once when we all went to dallas and saw him at a place called the rustic he was playing with a Hilarious oh, and cleverly named band called El Trio Grande. That's right. That's the only time you've seen JD. Yes. I'd love to see him again with full band or however he's however he is. I'd like to see him because it was a fun show. Well, it's him and his bass, pra- uh, bass player, Chris, and a drummer. That's usually just the three of them. And I have seen Jesse in the Dallas area several times. I've seen him in Marshall, Texas. I saw him in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Even saw him by pure chance in Denver, Colorado one time when I was up there for a great show. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, JD's playing at, I don't even remember what it was called now, but tonight, we're going. Uh, I just happened to be there. And so I've I've seen him in a lot of different places. But, uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to sit and visit with him quite a bit. And he's just a super nice fella. And uh, he's a Texas boy. And he's, he just, he, he makes a lot of great music and I, I want to talk him up anytime I get the opportunity. So wanted to make sure to include that uh, again, that was Camden town from one from the dance halls, 2010 Beaumont's own Jesse Dayton by way of Austin, Texas. Very nice. Well done list for all of you. Hey, before we go on to honorable mentions, when did I see Jesse Dayton dad? Cause Carissa was with us when I saw him. Was it Love and War? Uh, yeah. We were on it might have been we were yes, 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 yes. We went to Love and War uh, June, because June 18th, 2017. Yeah, you know, because that was... Yeah, time flies, dude. This is did you say? Did crazy. you say June 18th, 2017? Yeah, it was right after Jacob and Sarah got married. Yeah, because that was the day after, and I thought, wow, that's... Dang, y'all get to go see Jesse Dayton. Yeah, but Carissa yeah. came with us. Yeah, I mom, mom and me and you and Carissa... Um, shout out to Blondie. We went up and and saw saw JD, and I think you got a picture made. I did. I did. Bought a JD t shirt and all kinds of good things. He played uh, Arkansas Chrome for us that day. It was hot, but it, it didn't hot. matter. People oh, yeah. were dancing anyway. Yeah, well, it was. It was, was a lot of fun. It was only one day later that we went and saw Bob Schneider, me and my new bride. We saw him at uh, down in Austin. Oh yeah, you were the first one to go to the Saxon and see him. Yeah, of all yeah, that of was us. fun. Which is a fun show. It is. Yeah. It is. 
Well, that's cool. That's that's a good trip down memory lane. I, I I'm glad you reminded me uh, of that show because you're exactly right. We we made that trip kind of on a on a whim right after they got married. And um, here's his here's his set list. Daddy was a badass. Holy Ghost rock and roller. We can't help the way we are. I love I'm, that song so I, much. Me too. I may have to do it. I don't have to like it. Oh, great. George Jones cover, Walk Through This World With Me. A Steve oh, nice. Young cover, Lonesome, Ornery, and Mean. Loretta, oh. Hotter Than a Three-Peckered Goat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like a Possum Ran Over My Grave. Hurting yeah. Behind the Pine Curtain. Just What I Needed. And then I requested Arkansas Chrome, and he played it. And then the great lately, lately I've let things slide. And then he closed with I'm home getting hammered while she's out getting nailed. Is that a road King song? Um, No, no, that was uh, Banjo and Sullivan. Banjo and Sullivan, another Jesse Dayton project. Yeah. For the devil's rejects uh, for Rob Zombie. That's an album. It it was, it was Uh, Banjo and Sullivan's a fictional band in the movie. And, um, Rob Zombie called Jesse Dayton up and said, I'm doing this movie and I think your music would be perfect for it. And so he has this whole album. It looks like a seventies album. It's out of print now somewhere. I, I think I have a copy of it, but, um, it looks like a seventies package album, the greatest hits of Banjo and Sullivan, like 72 to 78 or something. And it's got all these, these songs on it that are just raucous and over the top, but I'm at home getting hammered while she's out getting nailed is kind of the centerpiece. And he tells the story all the time in, in concert that, you know, the album really blew up. It sold a lot of copies on the strength of being in a Rob zombie movie. And he said, I was talking to Rob about it and he was like, well, man, it's great. You know, the, the CD's doing great, but nobody, nobody knows it's me. Nobody knows my name and nobody knows who I am. And Rob said, does the mailman know who you are? When he brings you that, that residual check. check? (laughs) (laughs) So what Jesse has said is basically, uh, that, that allowed him to be comfortable in life and buy a home and, and be able to do what he wants to do. So it's not, it's not a sellout. He didn't sell out. Uh, he just did a project under a different name and, the album is great and hilarious, even though it's difficult to find. But the centerpiece was, yeah, was I'm at home getting hammered while she's out getting nailed, which is a perfect country turn of a phrase. Beautiful. Yep. All right, Joel, what do you have for honorable mentions for weather songs? So for honorable mentions, I don't have just too many, but there's a few that I, I think are worth mentioning. Uh, Mr. Blue Sky, ELO. Had, had to get that, that one in. It's definitely not, not a top five fav, personal favorite. ELO song for me, but definitely that's worth mentioning and worth knowing if you don't. Uh, Dreams, Fleetwood Mac, Thunder Only Happens When It's Raining oh, is no, worth I mentioning. Even that one. Uh, had Rain King, Counting Crows, which is one of my favorite bands. Uh, Fool in the Rain, Led Zeppelin. And oh, a couple one. that I also wanted to mention, one of the greatest recordings of all time, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. Wanted to mention that one. And then I had a little guilty pleasure one I stuck on the end here, which is from the Grammy-winning album, Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves, Rainbow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, that's an honorable mention for me, too, that song. Was it? Was it? I, yeah. I love, I love that, that album. album. I do, too. <laughs> yeah. 
It's, it's no, little... I'm not guilty about liking that one. Just saying. No, I, I, I often list uh, when y'all do the bands of your lives. When I made made my list, I, I listed Casey Musgraves as my guilty pleasure. I, I love her voice, but th- those are my honorable mentions for weather songs. Well, you you hit a few that I chose. Also, I have a couple extra ones. Uh, Blue Clear Sky by George Strait. Ah, great. Also, another Donald Fagan solo, Weather in My Head, from his uh, most uh, recent solo album, Sunken Condos. Another one that I'd like to mention, a bit of a shout-out to my brother, if he's listening. He likes a guy that's on country radio right now, is huge. His name is Luke Combs. And I have to say... um, He's a songwriter. He writes his own stuff, and uh, I can appreciate that. He's got some clever songs. Uh, one of them is "When It Rains, It Pours," and it's actually a bit of a turn of phrase. Uh, when you think of "When It Rains, It Pours," you think about bad stuff. But in this song, it's about how his girl left him, but then all this, all this, these really great things start happening when it rains, it pours. So, there's one for you, Jordan. Those are my honorable mentions. So I'll just mention two. Uh, it it would have been too easy to select Rain by the Beatles, but Indeed. that that's one of the songs that well, it's it's probably most well known for the use of the reversed vocal at the end. But I, I like to think of it as Ringo's greatest performance. Ringo said it's his greatest performance. Yes, it's a drumming powerhouse. Uh, the whole thing that that single paperback rider backed with Rain is. It probably their second best single ever. It's phenomenal. So that's worth mentioning. And I will also mention uh, another ELO song. I'm going to mention Showdown. I absolutely love Showdown. It's raining all over the world. Tonight, the longest night. John Lennon was guesting in the mid-70s as a kind of a guest DJ on a radio station, probably in New York. And he specifically mentioned how he loved Showdown by ELO and how, if anything, was the appropriate son of the Beatles, that it was that song. And I think he's, he was right on key with that. And what a compliment that must have been to Jeff Lynn, who wow. set up the band as, you know, to, to pick up where I'm the walrus left off. Really, Showdown is as perfect a song as his concept uh, ever realized. I mean, that that is, you get the orchestra, you get the rock, and it's just really, really cool. So I'll mention Rain by the Beatles and Showdown by ELO. So um, we've got Caleb joining us now, and he's going to tell us about his, his selections for this list. So we're going to throw it over to him and, and let him talk about the weather songs he's selected. What do you have for us, Caleb? All right. My first choice is a song of 1976, Bob Dylan, and we're talking weather-related. The song's called Hurricane, and it's a song about uh, the boxer, Reuben Carter, who was convicted of a triple, triple homicide and uh, is thought to be not guilty. Bob Dylan decided to write a song about it. And a movie was made about it later. Uh, I believe Denzel Washington in it, but that would be my, my first selection. Pistol shots ring out in a barroom night Into Betty Valentine from the upper hall She sees 
Bruce Springsteen, Thunder Road, um, from the great album Born to Run, was never released as a single. Uh, but it's the first song on the album, and it starts with this great little harmonica intro. And uh, this is a song that is more like watching a movie as you listen to it. It's been covered a little bit by other people. The only other version I like is the, the Counting Crows covered it. And did a good job but um the way they covered it was in their song rain king because they play it different every time so when it came time for the bridge rather than singing he did the every lyric to this word in the middle of that song uh but the boss bruce springsteen thunder road 1975 The screen door slams, Mary's dress waves. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. Roy Orbison singing for the lonely. Hey, that's me, and I want you only. Don't turn me home again, I just can't face myself alone again. Don't run back inside, darling. So you're scared and you're thinking that maybe we ain't that young anymore Show a little faith, there's magic in the night You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're alright Oh, and that's alright with me You deny, you cover and study your pain And it costs 
And uh, before I begin number three, a last thing about uh, of uh, Thunder Road is the title comes from an Arthur Ripley crime drama from 1958. But but just two lines as you listen to it that really stick out to me that mean a lot to me are uh, in the middle when he says, I got this guitar and I learned how to make it talk. And I love that because that's what I do with guitars. I, I speak through them. I'm, I'm not afraid of public speaking anymore the way I used to be, but uh, I'm more comfortable. If you put a guitar in my hands, I can express myself better. So uh, get a guitar and learn how to make it talk. So that is one of my favorite lyrics. And then the way it ends is all of those Springsteen, great E Street band, one of the greatest bands ever. Um, uh, the way that it ends as it builds up is uh, the last line. It's a town full of losers, but we're pulling out of here to win. And I love that. So anyway, so that's number two with Thunder Road. Now three, um, I think I'm going to go with one that might be on other people's lists. Just about probably my top, definitely top 10 favorite artists. That's got to be Bill Withers. Ain't no sunshine. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away I wonder this time where she's gone I wonder if she's gone to stay Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home Anytime she goes away So, um, I, this one, oh, I love everything about it. You can pull up on YouTube, anyone, the very few live performances of his. He plays it on that, and it's just, ah, every time that, uh, every time she goes away. So, whenever, uh, used to, my wife would have to go on, like, week-long trips, and so I would crank that up right at first. And I, I love playing it. It's just a fun song to play. So when I'm, I'm able and we've got video and everything, I'll show you what I do with that. But yeah, you all know it. Ain't No Sunshine, Bill Withers. Here's the honorable mentions. Of course, there has to be a Tom Petty tune. And, you know, I first thought about Out in the Cold. And I have a story, a quick story about that. One of the first real concerts I saw and I, Josh could talk about this a lot, was from the uh, end of the Great Wide Open tour, and it was very, very cold. And uh, he played out in the cold, and it was, you know, so there's your weather. But the Tom Petty weather when I choose is Louisiana Rain from Damn the Torpedoes, a fantastic album. So uh, that's, I mean, I say honorable mention just because I thought Josh would pick it. <laughs> and then uh, my last two honorable mentions, um, Bob Seger, Against the Wind. And again, Josh can talk to you more about um, my appreciation of Bob Seger because he's just so wistful. Every song is so... <laughs> <laughs> Remembering the past and, oh, that was so great back then. And uh, Against the Wind is just one of many like that. But since wind is in the title... I like to play that one on the piano every once in a while. It's, it's just, it's, it's a great one. 
my last honorable mention is um, it's not a song I would listen to a lot, but it just kind of popped out of nowhere. This honestly could fit with the one hit wonder theme and it's by blind melon and Shannon Hoon who passed away. They locked themselves up in a house and said they weren't going to leave until they wrote a hit song. And they did. And I can't tell you any other songs they wrote, but the song is called no rain. And it was made famous because this was back when still, uh, when MTV still had video, uh, actual music videos, I should say, and uh, the Bumblebee Girl is in it. So if you ever look that up. So the song's No Rain, Blind Melon. All right. Well, gentlemen, it is a treat and a pleasure to be with you and to do this. And I am going to look forward to listening to everything you guys have to say and joining, uh, joining up again as soon as possible. Thanks for being here. Right. And, and awesome choices, too. Yeah, I like that. Rock on. All right, good night, Caleb. All right, good night. Thanks, guys. Good night. Later. No, 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 but, no but this has been fun, and I can sit and talk with you guys about music forever and ever. All right, so a recap for me. My four songs I selected were Couldn't Stand the Weather from 1984, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, you Love the Thunder by Jackson Brown, 1977. Louisiana Hurricane by the Cordovas from 2012, and then Fire and Rain, James Taylor, 1970. So my four songs was Stormy Weather by Jeff Lynn, Have You Ever Seen the Rain by CCR, and then I have Storms by the Cordovas, and then I ended things with Snowbound by Donald Fagan. And I selected from 2002's The Galaxy Kings, Bob Schneider's Funky Weather, from 2016, Monkey House's album Left, maybe none of this would have happened. From 2001's Gravitational Forces, Robert Earl Keane's Wild Wind, and I ended up with 2010 from one from the dance halls, Jesse Dayton's Camden Town. So those are our weather songs and songs that mention weather. Thank you for joining us. Thank Absolutely. you, Joel, for being with us. And thank you, Caleb, for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed it. And we will sign off. All right. Well, I, ha I have to say, uh, it's uh, it's cool, Joel, to have you here. You're you're a nice addition to the to the squad. Thank you. I'll, I'll happily be a second, or I'll happily be a special guest anytime you guys want me to put, to be on. I I feel like we have a lot of overlap, but we all have little spheres. Yeah, that we extend out in different directions, and we can bring a lot. Mm -hmm. I think, think we're a good complement to each other, taste-wise. Yeah, it works. It works. So, very cool. A really wide variety of of, of songs and genre. Of genre, yeah. Genre. Hey, who else's radio shows get Snowbound by Donald Fagan followed by Camden Town from Jesse Dayton? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe well, this the first time those two songs were mentioned by the same person on the same day in the history of man. Probably so. No, probably so. Yeah, we I like can't imagine anybody way. else to do it. I'm Josh. I'm Jacob. I'm Joel. And I'm Caleb. And this is somebody, somebody else's, else's favorite, favorite songs. songs. This is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is only a test.
We and it's, it's lovely. 